Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Second Take Podcast. No, not another enema. And I'm Zane Z. Weber. Would an enema help? And I'm Alex. <laughs> we should have put a newspaper down. And I'm Sebastian. <laughs> and today we are reviewing the Mel Brooks classic Dracula Dead and Loving It. Written by Mel Brooks, Rudy DeLuca, Steve Haberman. Story by Rudy DeLuca, Steve Haberman. And characters by Bram Stoker. Starring Leslie Nielsen, Peter McClown, Peter McNichol, not McClown. Stephen Weber, Amy Yazbek, Lizette Anthony, Harvey Corman, Mel Brooks, Mark Blankfield, Megan Kavanagh, and Clive Reville. Directed by Mel Brooks. Dracula, dead, loving it, the end. Mel Brooks' yeah. final feature. Oh, this is his last one, was it? The last one he directed, yeah. Ever. He's still alive though, right? He's still very much yeah. alive. Good. Somehow. I mean, just good living, lots of cheese and beautiful women, so. All those things sound like they would shorten your life expectancy. Why would beautiful women shorten your life expectancy? Have you been around women, Zane? No, I try not to be. They talk and they talk. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I can okay. say this very safely because my wife has no interest in our podcasts. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Neither does, well, mine. Yeah. Like nothing at all. Like I hear enough of you at home. I'm like, yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always out recording something. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> this movie. Production notes? Yeah. yeah there's I probably some. Have no, Actually, no. I can. I don't got anything. Live research. Um, much of the dialogue from the original classic Dracula, the 1931 picture, is repeated here and spoofed. Really? Really? Yeah. Kind of like a parody. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. someone wrote that as a trivia note. Yeah. Because it's like, a this lot- movie, much like the original Dracula, filmed. <laughs> a lot of the Wikipedia notes are kind of like, did you know that this joke is actually about this, 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 and this? I'm like, yeah, it's a parody <laughs> using reference <laughs> humor. Thank you, Wikipedia mm. user number 127. Uh, something I did find very funny, and I, I actually uh, knew this before we I did my research for this one, is that the, the blood scene, uh, Stephen Weber, who is Harkman, is that his name? Harker. Harker, Harker, was not told about the, the blood spray before it happened. <laughs> And that's Authentic. you can see. You, yes. Well, you can just see it's, he's not even really acting. He's just kind of like it's, he's he's had a prank played on him, and he's not he's not going yeah. not too happy about yeah. it. And that led to him ad libbing the line is like, "No, she's dead enough." <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was funny, uh, and Brooks's uh, idea for the the character work in this film is that all the men are dumb, they're all idiots, and all the women are beautiful. 
So kind of like every other Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks movie, movie except Blazing Saddles. No, all the men aren't incredibly dumb there. True. And Dracula's not that dumb in this movie. It's been a while since I saw Robin Hood men in tights. Are they all stupid? <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty much except Robin Hood. Yeah, <laughs> oh, good. And even then. Uh, oh, no, Young Frankenstein. I don't think they're that stupid in Young Frankenstein. Oh, they're pretty dumb. They're pretty dumb. Nah. Yeah. Nah. A yeah. little bit. <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah. No. Is it he also met alive? Hey. He brought someone back to life. He's incredibly smart. Well, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Not how I remember it. Uh, So this is one of three movies that are kind of considered a, like a trilogy of of Brooks's stuff, which is uh, Young Frankenstein, like you just said, which is the first, the kind of horror suspense. Then High Anxiety, which is his parody of like Alfred Hitchcock movies, and then this one, Dracula Dead and Loving It. So we're not doing the other two, are we? We are not. I think we're. Are we doing? Are we doing? We should. I don't think we are though. Find out. Keep going. Keep going. I don't know. This is a busy year, and you're making me watch like the DC movies that are coming out. Like one DC movie, we can replace it with a Mel Brooks movie. There's one DC movie. There's one and it's in like December. That, it's, it's, I still have to see it. One of them. <sighs> it's meant to be a happy time of year and you're making it sad. You're making it sad, <laughs> Seb. Um, I can't see it, guys. Uh, who knows? That's all I have. Uh, I like a whole bunch of actors because the, the film he did most recently before this was uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. And so a whole bunch of the actors came over from that and reprised, well, worked for him again. So you had um, the 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 maid and her her lady servant uh, again being the maid and the lady servant, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. The end. Cool. Any other really fakies? I'm ill prepared. Oh, shocking. (laughs) (laughs) I know. All right. Well, let's do our movie babies. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go last because mine, (laughs) no, I I have have the two most obvious ones possible. So, for the sake of comedic effect, I'd like to be repeating what I think I'm going to hear a couple of times. Uh, All right. Zane, you, you start us off. Any well, look, I'm, I'm going I'm to preempt. I'm going to preempt Sebastian, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, tick, and Naked Gun, untick. Oh, all right. Oh, well, yeah. I was funnily enough, I was going to say the exact same too as you. Uh, Go on, Sam. Uh, I had Bram Stoker's Dracula, and most importantly, wrongfully accused. Because <laughs> oh. wrongfully accused followed the plot. Of the actual film, whereas Naked Gun was its own original plot, where this isn't. So I thought it, I thought it fit. <laughs> I thought it fit better. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, Tweet synopsis. I'm not gonna lie, I completely copped out there. I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> good. I'm glad that I'm. <laughs> I was prepared. They're written down. <laughs> Five minutes before we start recording, as opposed to during. <laughs> Which is good, right? <laughs> sure, yes. Tweet uh, sees anyone yeah, okay, except um, me. Yeah, I want. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay, no, I'll exist. <laughs> right, um, vampire moves to England and 
then they try to kill him. The end. Hashtag dead and loving it. <laughs> Another Alex classic. Yep. Uh, Leslie Nielsen plays the second best Dracula in history. God, I love Leslie Nielsen. No hashtags? No. <laughs> the loyal fan base. They'll retweet without the tags. <laughs> I swear to God, I ask you that every week. Every time and I never do them. Zane. Who knew that in even the most classic of horror tales, everyone is dumb? <laughs> the end. No tweets? No, no. I mean, hashtags? Oh, no, they're implied. Uh. Every word was hashtagged. Oh, good, good. I will say, horror movies are known for really stupid protagonists. They, they definitely are. So it's n- in fact, I watched a new movie... Uh, Netflix movie just the other day called The Final Girls where they kind of play up on that because a group of teenagers uh, get trapped in like a B- 70s B-grade horror movie and they kind of have to help the the uh, the characters not die. <laughs> How like, was it? It's, it was pretty good. It was better than I expected it to be. Huh. I'll have to put it on my never list. Horror movies. Ugh. It's not a. It's a comedy. It's not. Oh, I can watch them. All right, be like Shaun of the Dead, but with girls. Ooh, uh, Shauna of, of the, the Dead, dead. if you will. <sighs> that wasn't even a pun, Zane. I just changed the name to the girl version. Not even a pun. Then why say it? Because I had to change the gender swap. It, it had was, to. Had to. Had to. Had to gender swap. The it. public demanded it. Um. The movie review? Are we up to the part where we review the movie? Yes. Yeah. Good or bad first, guys? What you feeling? I mean, there's only one section of this that we have to really talk about. And it's all the good things. <laughs> okay, we'll, let's start with the good. All right. What was so good, Alex? I enjoyed the comedy. You, all of it. Did you say the comedy? Comedy. Oh, okay. I was like, yes, the comedy, comedy. classic comedy, comedy. film, Ca- classic comedy. I mean, this is definitely a movie made for Alex. Oh yes, like there are there are a couple of scenes that are only in there, kind of building up to one mediocre at best pun. It's like, <laughs> come on, guys! It's like, oh no, I was having a daymare. Like. Yeah. That was two whole scenes. Yep. That Beautiful. joke, two whole scenes. Beautiful. No other jokes in those scenes. The end. Um, <laughs> he opens I... the window, smells the garlic. <laughs> that, that was great. One um, of the biggest laughs I had was, I guess, unfortunately due to the effects of the time, but it was the Leslie Nielsen vampire bat. No, oh, that, yeah. that, that's, that's a parody of what happened in Bram Stoker's. But it was the, it looked really funny. Yeah, it, it looked really funny in the original. That's why they, they actually, they did it like that. It's been a long time for me. They did not actually have Gary Oldman's face on the bat, did they? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a bat face. It was okay. kind of like a weird face. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> so like, this looks particularly <laughs> bad in some scenes, but it was funny. Especially when, like when he hit the window trying to get into the um, lady's bedroom. Yeah. Actually, no. Okay. That scene was very funny for me where her, the father and the, I guess her sister's fiance 
come in because like we heard a noise, we had to check for intruders. Like they are doing the most thorough check possible. And I thought that was funny for some reason. Yeah. And like they're announcing out loud every single thing that they are going to do and then doing it. And it was so procedural. And then it's like, oh, this door handle is is a bit faulty. Well, I guess I'm going to slam the door in a moment. Slam. <laughs> like it was just a very odd scene, but I really enjoyed it. Anything else? Was that um, it? We'd been done? Peter McNichol. I love him. He's hilarious. Renfield is my favorite in this movie. Yeah, he's... He's pretty good. I will say he was more enjoyable in this movie than he was in Ghostbusters 2. Definitely. But I like him in Ally McBeal. I like him when he's just playing a bit of a dweeb. <laughs> I wanted to punch him in the face this whole movie. That's His the voice. point of Renfield. Yeah. No, but it wasn't. It, for me, it wasn't like an enjoyable, annoying character that like you can ignore. Like Kramer is an annoying character in Seinfeld. But I never oh, wanted he's the life of the party. Everyone loves Kramer. <laughs> no one likes Kramer. But I, I don't yeah. want to deck him in the movie, in the show. But in this one, it was just like grinding on me. How oh, it's hilarious. Know. I love it. Oh. Although, and the, the the scene around the table where he's justifying eating the bugs. Yeah, that was fine. That was hilarious. Like, oh, yeah, that was I was like, if you just if you keep insisting that I'm eating bugs, I'm I I have a in the mind to leave. <laughs> You get up. No, not you. Sit down. Uh, no, you stand up. That was funny the second time that they did it and not the first or the third. A really weird juxtaposition of all just like a weird use of the rule of three. Yeah. It's like only the second time was funny. It I laughed all the time. Of course you did. Back to the of course you did. The bug eating scene though. I did like that the doctor was like, I know I saw you do it. Like, no, no. This isn't a case of like, I'm not sure. I I saw there is a leg in your mouth. Yeah. I I enjoyed the fact that we're saying how stupid the characters were, but this character was like right on top of it. Nothing was blown by him. It was just insane. I did like I think the at the very beginning of the movie when uh, Renfield's coming into the town in Transylvania and the guy looks out the carriage and he realises the sun's coming down he yells the carriage driver and he sees it and he freaks out and starts like racing to get to the town before dark. I loved that bit because I was like, this is actually like in a funny sort of way like the right kind of mood set creepy. And then the movie lost all the potential like horror setups for me. Played by Mel Brooks's wife. Oh. Yep, it was people exactly are listening to that. this annoying in the movie. <laughs> um, but I liked that the movie started off like it was a good visual, having the sun going down behind the clouds, them freaking out and having to make the race. Set a really great tone for potentially an actual like horror film of the time. Mm. And then they lost all of the what could have been potential like half spooks and it just went full slapstick. Yeah. And it was just, it was weird to me that they did both and they didn't just start off with stupid crazy stuff. And while they started off with almost serious stuff and then it was just all stupid crazy. No, I, th- but I, th- I, like I think that's getting- definitely a, uh, a Brooksian thing. Like I think the only spookiness that, was left was literally what was left over from the original text. Mm. And then everything that Brooks added in was hilarious jokes. Hilarious 
Sometimes Hilaire. sometimes very genuine and sometimes in inverted commas. I think one yeah. of the biggest laughs I got was the fact that his hair was a, a helmet or yeah. a hat of some kind. He, he refers to it as a hat. Um, I did appreciate that because uh, if you've seen the other Dracula, it is a ridiculous headpiece. Yeah. And I, I, when I saw it, I freaked out thinking like, this is not the film I thought I was watching. I'm like, oh, thank God it came off. All good. I was really worried I had to look at this for the entire movie. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, dancing scene was really great with the big mirror. Yeah. Is that oh, mirror she, thing, is that from the original? She's yes. doing really well by herself. <laughs> <laughs> Such an idiot. Uh, so that mirror thing is from the original thing? Yeah, yeah. It's, in, it's in the original text as well. Okay. Even though she's doing really well by herself? No. <laughs> no, the dialogue is changed because Mel Brooks... Uh, and it goes on for a lot longer. It's kind of like mirror reveal yep. gone. Okay. Because that was an interesting scene. I like that. I just wish the Dracula was a little bit smarter because that would have been one of the scenes that they could have played up a little bit more tense. But, of course, there's a huge joke there of her doing all the ridiculous dance moves by herself. But uh, I just think this film could have used a couple of more spook dives just to reset the tone. Otherwise, when you just laugh, 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 eventually it just stops for me. I need a breather and it never gave me the breather. Wait, you needed to stop laughing? I needed a break in the humor and the jokes so the jokes would feel more impactful when they appeared. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I know what you mean, sir. Just like, I, 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 Brooks I doesn't it. do that though. But he should, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he should, even though he hasn't produced a, a, a film in about 20 years. I'm starting to think that might not be a huge loss with all the films of his we've looked at. Like, some of them are good, but we haven't looked these at them. Are, these are all of their the time movies. But I like Young Frankenstein. I like Blazing Saddles. My memory of Robin Hood is that I like it, but it's been so long, maybe I don't. Oh, it's just, I think the movies that we specifically have targeted have not been his best. Fucking love that movie. I will quote that movie till the cows come home. I just feel like we've targeted all of his bad movies so far, which is the part that's annoying me. I mean... Because I feel like I'm hitting the same roadblocks and the same bad jokes every single time now. If if I was consulted on which movies to choose, Robin Hood would You were at the table! Been, I would have put in Young <laughs> Frankenstein as well. You were uh, at the table! <laughs> yeah, I got the producers instead, I think. Yes, uh, yeah. from memory, I didn't get a choice. You were... <laughs> I... I feel unfairly victimized. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to delete the schedule. You can put whatever <laughs> movies on it you want. Well, so we're going to meet week to week basis. Austin we'll, Powers. We'll, we'll meet in two weeks. Like, well, I watched Superman Returns. What did you guys watch? Why did you watch Superman Returns? I, All I'm saying is that I. I feel like my contribution to the movies we're watching this year was a little oh no, I'm underrepresented. Actually, I'm going to log onto the website right now. No, I'm just going to no, delete the entire schedule. No, you're not. And no, you can you can do it yourself. <laughs> no, I, I'm not attached no. to the movies that we're doing this year. No, I've no, we've done Pulp Fiction. No, I'm happy. I'm happy. Who's the Django? rest of the year is a wash. What's to Django? I'll watch Django by myself. <laughs> I don't need you people in my apartment to watch good movies. Apparently I would watch less bad movies if you people weren't in my apartment. Speaking of which, here's my major gripe with this film. This week I watched a film I haven't watched since I was eight or nine years old and it's a film that is 
almost unanimously hated. And it was Street Fighter, the Jean-Claude Van Damme video game adaptation movie, yeah? And this thing is almost universally hated. I watched it. It's two hours long, which is a long time for a bad movie. And I legitimately enjoyed it more than this. It was genuinely funny. I laughed out loud numerous times. It was, it's from the 90s. So it was like being a badly made movie in the 90s. It was like super cheesy, but that was enjoyable for me. Like it is a bad movie, but just from what it was, I just had more fun with it. And that's what kind of annoys me about this film. Like I love Leslie Nielsen. We've done wrongfully accused, a ridiculously stupid movie, but at least I can say I liked it. Whereas this film for me, it never, it never grabbed me. Like I never was rolling in laughter. I had a couple of chuckles here and there, but I never, it, it should have been better with the writer behind it and the cast in it. It should have been better. And I just don't know why it wasn't. I think that's a judgment of personal character there. It could be. <laughs> I, I for one, did laugh out loud many times and my partner was sitting beside me on the couch and she had to keep hitting me to stop laughing. So, Point of order. Can we change partner to um, your lady partner or your lady friend from now on? I think it'd be a good running gag. Lady friend. There we go. Good. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, next month we are getting married. <laughs> It'll be my wife soon. Wife um, friend. <laughs> my wife friend. Wives aren't friends. Lady wife. Lady wife. My lady wife. Um, sounds dodgy. <laughs> anyway, you and your you and your lady friend. I, I already said it. No, yeah, take two. I, we're doing it again. Okay, we're not. We're going to recap this. Me and my lady friend. Better, yeah, yeah. Was sitting on the couch and I was watching it, and she was on her iPad, and she couldn't hear what she was watching on the iPad because I was laughing too loudly. <laughs> well, that sounds like a problem with your laughter volume. Got you good. <laughs> what are you saying? You, how funny did you find this movie? Because Alex found it very funny. I didn't find it. I mean, like I said, a couple of laughs here and there, but overly not. I had a nostalgia factor with this movie. I remember yeah. watching this movie when I was quite young um, and enjoying it then in kind of like, this is what I thought comedies were. It was like, this is, this is just before like, like Ace Ventura and like those like wacky American comedies kind of started making it big and, and getting out there. So this is, I think this movie benefits a lot from having an actual narrative to go off of um, and it's not just Brooks trying to tack jokes together like History of the World was. So I think... While I think like Frank, Young Frankenstein and 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 this are his better stuff um, because it's not him kind of driving the story; it's him uh, garnishing the story with commentary, yeah. um, comedy commentary. So, whereas what I'm starting to think is that we give a lot of credit to Mel Brooks for his writing, but when I think back to all of his films that I really enjoy. I'm having to now think maybe it's more Gene Wilder's performance rather than Mel Brooks's writing. Like, I don't think the writing is bad. I just think that without the right leading actor, 
it just doesn't feel as funny, which is a weird thing to say because I love Leslie Nielsen. Like, I think he's absolutely hilarious. But I, I get where you're coming yeah. from. I think, but he wasn't really he was he wasn't really making the jokes in this film, was he? He wasn't he wasn't the butt of a lot of the jokes. No. Yeah, which is in the 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 men but, in this yeah. movie were both. I mean, like, what's his name? Harker was an idiot, but he wasn't overtly stupid. The dad was in a couple of funny scenes, but he wasn't the funny one. The girls weren't really making that many jokes either. Mel Brooks was, but he didn't rock up for twenty minutes in this movie. Maybe yeah, twenty twenty five minutes. Peter McNichol, and also but I found him. Also, in, yeah. also, the girls were the, the girls were making jokes. I didn't say they were. I said they weren't making as many. Like it wasn't. I don't know. I just well, I, Mel Brooks was the only one like commenting on the situation. All the others were like it was situation comedy. Yeah. Whereas, kind of like I'm I'm British and let's make a joke about that. Or whereas with Mel Brooks, it was kind of like I'm also a gynecologist. I mean, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had your hand in that. Oh, <laughs> that was one of the quotes I was looking yeah. at to open the episode with. That's the one I wanted to open no, it with, but uh, I went butt stuff instead. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Peter McNichol, I just wanted to slap. Yeah, but that's that's what he's for. But every movie Stick. we've reviewed him in now, I've just wanted to slap him in. I think that's a that's a that's a judgment on you, I not like, on him. I like him and Ali McBeal though. Like he's a he's good in that. Yeah, he's not playing a supernatural henchman. Is he one of the judges in Boston Legal as well? Uh no, I think he's a an, another attorney. Is he? At some mm. point in there, yeah. Because remember I liked him in that too. It's just You uh, just don't like him as a supernatural henchman. Apparently I just have this one niche, like get out of that niche, but and that's fine. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, okay. Like, what do you guys want to move on? Do you want to move on? I want to move on from this movie. No, let's talk about <laughs> it for a million years more. I liked, I really like that scene where he's eating the bugs. I just think it's hilarious. And that is his best scene in the movie. I also think it's the uh, the father's best scene in the movie because mm. um, it's the only scene where he's not kind of like, oh, my daughter or... Oh, Harker, blah, blah, blah. He's like an actual character. I I enjoyed the scene where he's um, he's in the cell and the guy is talking to him through the little thing. And, oh, and the you, guard. You think it's another like inmate or something and um, then it's get back to work. <laughs> like, oh, also the scene <laughs> where he's like he gets locked up right at the end and then he's like, you're free to go. I've been here at a moment when you've been very well Now we've gone back to good, so you don't have to say anything. Yeah. Good. I forgot how many people in this film were in um, Robin Hood Men Tights. So many of them. And I, I think it was like six like, of them. Yeah. I didn't recognize the guy who played Blinken. Because <laughs> with the without the sunglasses on, it just it threw me off, and I was like, "I know that face." So who we've got? We've no. got Amy Yazbek, Yazbek, uh, uh, I mean um, Marion. Yep, uh, Chuck McCann, Avery Schreiber, yeah. Mark Blankfield, Matthew Peretta, and Megan Kavanagh. Dang it! Yeah, I had a prank I was going to do in this episode. 
in my brain last night I watched this movie, I thought I was into the cast list because there's a character whose last name is Weber, spelt the same as Zane's, and I was going to say Weber, like I was saying it wrong, but it's a name I hear every day. It was like it was going to be hilarious, and I just realized I didn't get to do my joke. Sad times. Um, See. You're judging Mel Brooks on his comedy. Yeah, but it's a I mean, targeted when joke. you put yourself out there <laughs> as writing these, in inverted commas, hilarious jokes. It's really good. <laughs> I mean, um, why did he come to England in this movie? This isn't a plot hole. I'm just it curious. Is not explained at all. So he doesn't do this in the other version, does he? Yes, he does. Did he explain it in that one? No. It's just he's bought property. He's just like fuck it. Let's go on a road trip. Maybe, maybe he's after like some convenient victims. I'm well, not sure. In the beginning as well, when he goes to the playhouse and he's after the doctor, yeah. why is that? Uh, because the doctor has Renfield in his insane asylum. Oh, that was it just to get him out? I think so, yeah. Just make a new one. <laughs> make a new, less annoying one. But he has all his paperwork already. Yeah. Okay, that's all good. It wasn't like a plot hole. I just couldn't remember why. No, it wasn't wasn't justified or anything. He got Renfield there to purchase the the abbey or whatever it was. Yeah. And Renfield only got taken away because Dracula killed everyone on the boat but him, right? Correct. Does that happen in the original? Yes. A sole survivor. Which is Renfield? Yes. Oh. I don't remember him killing everyone. Oh, he's like thirsty and he's like, I'm going to go... Start, start with, with the with second the first mate. mate. Oh, first mate, yeah. yeah. Uh, then they cut away from a bit. And then you get a headline... Uh, Empty ship, washed ashore, raving soul survivor, like raving maniac, or, mm. and and he goes into the insane asylum. In the original version, Keanu Reeves plays Harker. Yes, yes. He plays Renfield. Original. I don't know. Mm. 1931. Strangely, though, do you know who was... Good point, actually. He couldn't have been... In the, the original, because yeah, thirty one, he'd be very old. So, the, so because Gary Oldman's not that old either; he's not the, eighty. The yeah. remake, a remake, was ninety two. Yeah, that's the one. Sorry, with yeah, yeah, with um, Gary Oldman, because he ain't that Oldman, you know. Yeah, yeah, and Keanu Reeves Gary plays Young Harker. The, yeah, okay, I'm good now. So I was like, yeah, good point. Holy shit, Keanu Reeves, ninety year old fucking vampire man. Yep. <laughs> I had something to say, and you ruined it. No, I can't say it. Oh, no. I don't know what it was. There wasn't enough vampires in this movie. There's not a lot of vampires in the original. I did laugh. I did laugh. I remember when I laughed. When the two lady vampires were trying to, like, uh, kill... um, Renfield. Renfield, yeah. And they they go to leave. And, like, they're doing that slow floating away thing. (laughs) Stop (laughs) Stop doing that. (laughs) Then they... Yeah, they like strut out of the place. It was really weird, but like they're doing the like the like the child has been told not to do something, walk away. (laughs) I really like that same scene, but before that, where they're like they've got that music and they're humping the furniture, and Renfield's like, "What are you doing to the furniture?" (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, this is wrong. This is wrong. Wrong me. Wrong me. So yeah. stupid. Yeah. That was that was such a Brooks line, though. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Re- I, I'm glad that we agree that Renfield was the hilarious one. He was one of the hilarious ones. I, on, honestly, like I, I wasn't a huge fan of uh, Leslie Nielsen. Oh, I thought he nailed some. Of Do you know ones. who was uh, considered before Nielsen was signed? Kelsey. I really hope it was Steve Martin because 
when I was thinking back to this movie, because I was, I was putting it on for my, my lady wife. And <laughs> and she's like, who's in this one? And I, I hadn't had it on the screen yet. And I was like, uh, 50% chance that it's Leslie Nielsen or Steve Martin. All I remember there being was an oldish looking actor with like, just like white hair. So it's one of those guys. I don't know. And obviously it ended up being Leslie. Was it Steve Martin? It was not. Damn it. Alex it knows. Kelso Grammer. Was it actually Kelsey Grammer? Yeah. Oh, that's a good choice. It's a good choice for everything. What's he doing these days? I'm putting him in the cup. Deal. If he's not already there. I don't know if he is or isn't. Zane? Do you have Kelsey Grammer? I'm pretty Gra- sure we've already saved Kelsey Grammer. No, we haven't. I'm pretty sure we have. <laughs> Someone message oh. in and let us know. Oh, we could just... <laughs> oh, you guys just don't want to do any homework. <laughs> I'm trying to get the audience. <laughs> it's called a call to action, Zane. If you think we need more call to actions, All let right. us know. If you if you think that uh, maybe maybe the other two hosts of the show should do some preparation for, for an episode, I put pants on and everything. You what? I'm wearing pants. I watched the movies this time. Like, well, well done. Good. Legitimately watched them. I wasn't doing anything else while watching. Oh, okay. Them. I was like, what do you mean you watched them this time? <laughs> <laughs> what movies have you not specifically watched? Did you watch them at regular speed Correct. or at, Wow. Well done. Well, you don't want to miss all the Leslie Nielsen moments. Yes. There's a finite of those man of those. So yeah. It's true. It's pretty sad, guys. You know what we should Tone shift. put Peter McNichol in that in that cup. Put Peter McNichol in there. Yeah, Peter know. McNichol should go in there. Right, I'll add him, but I'm not happy about this. <laughs> I'm also going to put in Kelsey Grammer on the off chance that we haven't done him. I don't uh, think we have. Okay. All right. Paper. Good. Let's move on. Sure. Uh, we've kind of, I've kind of covered the bad. Is there anything else negative you guys want to talk about? Nope. Uh, no. I agreed with you on some bad things and I disagreed with you on other things. Like this is just a silly comedy. It doesn't pretend to be anything more than it is. I mean like... It, well, nostalgia factor holds up, but other than that, probably like it's definitely a product of its time. So, I think if you were showing a teenager now this movie and saying this was a hilarious comedy, they'd be like, "Uh huh, uh, okay, right, Grandpa." You know what I mean? I think if you showed like an eleven or twelve year old that was just kind of like in during that phase where boobs are funny. And yeah. like grabbing butts is funny. I yeah. think you would. I think you would still find, get chuckles out of them. And then you'd have to tell them what an enema is, and then explain what you know. Having I, a hand I'm in sure gynecology that, meant. Actually, yeah. the doctor was pretty funny. Now that I remember all the enema lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, put him in a straitjacket, then give him an, an enema. No, wait. Give him an, an enema, then put him in a straitjacket. It's like that way he'll feel rewarded or something. Or like <laughs> thing. All right, well, do you guys move to like recommendations? Yes. Done. You want to move or that was your recommendation? Both. This is a silly comedy. It's not It's not an important comedy. It's not Mel Brooks's best stuff. But this is something that is, it's, it's, not, it's, a, it's a well-made movie, which is better than you can say for some Mel Brooks both True. Spaceballs and History of the World were less well made than this movie. Uh, I think. I think he and it, it is his final directorial film. So, so far. okay, 
<laughs> yep, he's. I think. I think he's approaching ninety. He's probably not going to direct another movie it's anytime Martin soon. Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. He's like one hundred and twenty. He's not one hundred and twenty. Uh, it's older than Dumbledore. I think this. I think this is an easy, easy recommend. It's not a huge. I, it's not a, a like a strong recommend, but it's it's a silly comedy. If you enjoy silly comedies, I like. If you like me, myself, and Irene, that Johnny that that I almost said Johnny Depp movie, <laughs> that Jim Carrey movie. I think, which I do, because again, it's just a silly comedy that doesn't pretend to be anything else. I think you can enjoy this one. That's that's a very good point. Alex? Yes, I will definitely recommend this movie. It uh, it has all the qualities of a movie that I like. Laughter, boob and butt jokes. I mean, what more could you want? Really? <laughs> <laughs> boob and butt jokes. And eating bugs. Yeah. And Leslie Nelson. I'm going to be the I'm going to be the wet blanket here. Oh really? Oh what really? A, what a yeah. shock! Um, <laughs> this was not a bad movie. It really wasn't. It just when I look at comedies, there are so many films that will have me rolling with laughter, and the film getting in you know in whatever time this movie went for, getting a couple of chuckles out of me is an insufficient use of my comedy watching time. It was well made. Put it on one point three speed then. No, because I'll miss the jokes. Because no, comic timing will be way off. <laughs> Um, Speed up your internal. Oh, so yeah, okay. I'll overclock myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have some no. caffeine. Um, or just inject some adrenaline. Yeah. Perfect. Every uh, 10 minutes. I'll just get those Broca tablets. I'll just like dissolve them on my tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, not a bad made movie. Uh, sorry, a badly made movie. It just never really grabbed me, which is a pity because I like a lot of the players in it. I like the story because I like the classic Dracula tale and it was pretty. While stupid in some areas, pretty faithful to the a very condensed version of that story. So it was all fine. It's just there are better ways to spend your time. There are better movies to watch. And like, yes, there's always a better movie to watch, but there is a lot of better movies to watch instead of this one that you'll get just as many laughs out of. So go watch Young Frankenstein. Don't watch this. Like, Yeah. Definitely. Can we all agree that Young Frankenstein is a better horror comedy? I than think this? it's exactly the same. It's the uh, yeah. part. Like it's nostalgia, like. But I only watched it when I was like seventeen or eighteen. I, I actually think that Young Frankenstein is less well made than this movie and less well scripted. There's definitely big lulls in the story in Young Frankenstein, and then they kind of get past that by throwing some musical numbers in. I think this is the most tightly written Mel Brooks, mm. uh, Mel Brooks movie out there. And like, young, yes, Young Frankenstein's very funny. Um, and I would probably recommend that as well, but I, I don't. I don't think there's a big difference between the two. I remember otherwise. Well, like I said, it's been a while, so you might be right. I don't know. And we're not reviewing it, so I'll never find out. Because <sighs> I only watch movies for this show. <laughs> All right. Well, I recommended it, so I'm going to do a sequel. Can I stop you right there? All the characters are now chipmunks. It's a squeakle. I'm doing <laughs> a spin-off. A squin-off. They're all chipmunks still. Uh, no, that's <laughs> yeah. not a word. Yeah, I think you'll have to do a spin-off. 
because, uh, well, I suppose the, there is room for him to come back, but spoiler alert, he kind of disintegrates. There's still two girls in, in Transylvania. Yeah, that's true, but like Dracula. Yeah, I hear he's loving it. Yeah, and now he's dead. All right, I'm doing a spin-off. Okay. It's Renfield. Oh, Renfield. That's right. right. All sol- Renfield, a, all the time. I can fix this. It's a Bugs silent movie. For days. <laughs> it's a silent movie now. Okay. Thank God. Silent movie. Um, I know that means Zane still has to explain it with his words, but at least I know Renfield doesn't say a word in it. <laughs> Directed. By me? I'm not no, Shyamalan. Uh, I want it to be in the style of a Michael Bay direction. Oh, it's beautiful. Why? Because <laughs> it's a challenge. It's like, oh, okay, let's just make a terrible movie then. <laughs> yep. It'd be Michael Bay in silence. Uh, or, all right, okay. okay, okay no, 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 he's pulling the Renfield face. Oh, no. Like That's a right. rat man. You did this. Like a rat boy. And then we zoom in. And then we zoom in. Then we zoom in. And what follows is three and a half hours of explosions. Of his exploding <laughs> skin cells as they explode because there are little Peter McNichols walking up and stabbing them with wooden stakes. Okay, I hate this. Good. Um, let's. You did it. You did it. Seb did it. The end. I'm proud. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> it's a crime drama. <laughs> oh, I'm replacing. Also the sil- silent. Let me replace the silent film with something else. It's underwater. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm deleting the schedule. You can make your own schedule from now on, and you have a three and a half hour explosion extraordinaire of miniature Peter McNichols immolating himself from the outside in with wooden stakes. So what, the end. The Del Toro guy, Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah, yeah, make it in his style. Little okay, Peter McNichol puppets. <laughs> Puppets. Because oh, his daughter uses puppets. Puppets. Hey, you uses, haven't seen The Shape of Water, have you? He uses puppets like in Pan's Labyrinth and Hellboy and stuff. He uses puppets for his monsters. Uh, sometimes. Just, sometimes yeah, he does. That's why I'm asking you haven't seen The no, Shape of Water, no. have you? Okay, he doesn't do it. Well, I know because yeah, Abe Sapien yeah. was the same kind of thing. The blue fish man from Hellboy. That wasn't yeah. a puppet. That was a guy in a costume. But he, he likes practical effects as opposed to CGI most of the time. Yeah, but like... Doesn't always do that. Oh no, but, but he's famous. But he's famous for using puppets in his movies. Is what I mean. Like that's his. Renfield falls for. to the underworld. No, so some different monsters. No, I wasn't saying puppets. I didn't, too late. I didn't say two genius movies. Look for them next year, <laughs> directed by Michael Bay and Guillermo del Toro, and just a. A renaissance for Peter McNichol. You're welcome, Peter McNichol. I look forward to your thriving career. Please do some more. I love you. Goodbye. Love you. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. That yeah. one. 
Or Second Take Podcast, you you find it. Yeah. And Twitter, at Second Take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we have no videos. No videos of some pictures, yet. though. That are funny. There was, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Second Take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as one dollar per month, which is twelve bucks a year. And it's pretty pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not it's, allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other, po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day there'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts. There. Yeah. Where we just talk. At ourselves. Yeah. Yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast. No interruptions. Right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks uh, very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.